Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Hello, Nick. How's it going? Ciao, Jack. Good morning. How's it going? Very good. Very good. So, super exciting last week, I would say. A uh, nice balance of uh, five rounds ab- above 1 million euro and three between five and ten. So it's been a pretty productive uh, week last week. And uh, yeah, let's uh, start immediately and dive deep into, into maybe the first, uh, the biggest ones. Uh, starting from Caracol, which is very close to you. So uh, for the listener, Caracol is a company that has developed uh, a very advanced and sophisticated uh, addictive manufacturing manufacturing um, technology, which essentially has been used in a lot of applications, including aerospace, uh, big manufacturing, prototyping, etc. And uh, they've been extremely fast because uh, I remember we talked about Caracol last year uh, because they closed a raise, a three plus uh, million raise, and now they're back at it with a way bigger round, uh, 10.6 million in a round led by CDPVC, Neva SGR, Primo Space, and Eureka SGR. So super exciting, super, super exciting. Yep, what yep. is your what, take on that, Nick? Well, that, that comes from the Primo Space portfolio. So it's, as you said, it's from the cousins. Uh, and uh, I think they're very happy about the, the investment they made originally and how this company is going. I, I hear it, they're going quite, quite well. Uh, and this round is focused on going international. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as, as you said, the, the technology they are developing, basically, if I understand it well, uh, and an innovative extruder plus the robotic arm plus the yeah. software that you can use yeah. to um, take from idea to um, um, something uh, physical, uh, whatever you want to print, um, uh, it's it also has application in the aerospace industry. They're, they're important, they're important application in the aerospace industry because we are talking about large uh, uh, components, not the small, you know, tiny totally. uh, things you, you put on your table, but things that are totally. at least as big as your table. Um, so this, this is um, um, uh, one of those startups that uh, even though they have a broader application base, they have, they have a very good application in the space. And that's why we originally invested in, in them. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I like the fact that uh, sort of the technology, I mean, the concept is very, it's been around for a while. So 3D printing in some form, as you say, like big and small, mostly small has been, uh, you know, people have been like playing with it for a while. Um, Additive manufacturing also has been pretty common in, uh, uh, in the marine industry, I would say. So it's not something extremely new. But what is very interesting, I think, is uh, twofold, which, as you say, first of all, is the scale to which they can print prototypes. So I was reading on their website that essentially uh, with some some add-ons, they can reach uh, 15 meter long pieces. So it's it's a totally huge amount. I mean, for aerospace and for other other manufacturing, um, that's definitely significant. And the second elements are the technical elements, which is essentially they can work with a lot of like advanced polymers, which essentially is not just like, you know, like a limitation on the materials, but they work with a very specific and wide range of polymers. And in addition to that, precision. 
So uh, 3D printers are commercially available. Uh, they tend to be like kind of maybe not as precise as the industrial grade. So these guys are really pushing the limit. So to a concept which is widespread and well assessed and well known. So people appreciate the technology and playing the angle where they, they want to be the best in precision and polymer use. I think that's a very, very interesting strategy. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Uh, to, to say something about the investors, we originally, the, the original round in 2021 uh, was led by Primo Space and Eureka Ventures. Uh, Primo Space does space, Eureka does new materials. So perfect mm -hmm. in line with what you were saying. Mm -hmm. uh, and on the new round is led by CDP Venture Capital with the Evolution Fund, the Deep Tech Fund, mm -hmm. plus Neva SGR. So that's yeah. basically the VC arm of uh, Intesa Sao Paulo Group. So yeah. a bank. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very interesting pool of investor. Uh, kind of surprised that uh, there is no like sort of big manufacturing company yet in the round, or maybe they will be later on, uh, or a ro big robotics robotics company. Like, uh, you know, Stellantis has a big, uh, has some big investments in robotics in general. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes, maybe. Yeah, super interesting. Good, good point, right. probably for the next round. If yeah, maybe, maybe works. it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but good job, the, the, your cousins at Primo Space, to kind of uh, catching that early and uh, seeing the opportunity. I, I'm excited for that for sure. Awesome. All right, moving on. Uh, Bidimensional, a new material start startup raising 10 million in a round led by CDPVC with Next and Nova Capital. So um, basically, here we're talking about a spin off from the Italian Institute of Technology. Essentially, these guys have been developing in lab uh, components in, uh, let me get it right, essentially is graphene uh, technology and two-dimensional crystals. So uh, we are talking about materials that are extremely strategic for uh, electricity maintenance in some form or another. So by seeing the application, basically these guys are on the supply chain of uh, anything like electric oriented, including batteries, vehicles, uh, isolation, and so on. So graphene has been strategic in the, in the last, I would say five years before, who, who cared about graphene? I mean, it was not as, as public as it is right now, but with the movement of the electric vehicle and micromobility, that definitely is changing. And that's, uh, that's probably a successful case stemming from a university spin-off, so very cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, again, not a market that I know very well, but um, it's interesting again that CDP with the Evolution Fund is again leading the round. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they've been on, a, on a, they've been on fire uh, lately. Oh, yeah. uh, then any next that makes sense, as you were saying, we are talking about uh, energy and technology applied to energy markets. Uh, and finally, Nova Capital, mm -hmm. and that's um, uh, an investment holding, actually, mm -hmm. so not, not a full-fledged fund, uh, but run by a few professional, very highly professional people. So uh, another interesting round in this case. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. Uh, CDP stays the protagonist with the next round we're going to talk about. Seriously, uh, last week, CDP, the people last there, week. they went nuts. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should rename the newsletter like last week in CDP Venture Capital. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. My gosh. 
Okay, so let's talk about this. That's very cool. I mean, a great round and a great variety of verticals, extremely strategic material robotics. And now we're talking about uh, uh, MedTech essentially. So we're talking about Android, MedTech startup raising 7 million in a series A led by CDPVC with uh, Aliad, which is the CVC arm of Early Kid and uh, 8A plus investment, which have, we've also seen in some uh, biotech, medtech, ethical, sustainable deals in the past years. And uh, yeah, great round. Uh, just to recap, basically, Android uh, is a very, very technical sort of device. It essentially um, basically allows the, like doctors to do a geography with the injection of CO2. Uh, essentially, a geography is typically done with a contrastic element to study sort of the the vein patterns and whatever you know uh, you want to scan in the body co2 is a less invasive way to do that and uh, yeah apparently they're gonna go extremely precise with a very uh, very a very nice product that allows to do essentially the same thing in a less invasive way so again very technical very specific and really solving like an extremely, you know, um, an extremely technical problem. So that's 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 a great, uh, that's another great play for sure. Yeah, again, this is one of those things that unless you are into that market, you, you don't see. I was reading yeah. from the article, if I'm not wrong, that there are like 200 million angiograms performed worldwide. Wow. Uh, so that's that's basically the the, the 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 available market of this technology. So it's huge. Totally. Yeah. Um, in terms of you know economic economics and in terms of um, impact, if you think if it's true that that the technology is less invasive, uh, fewer collateral effects, and so on and so forth, it's better for the health. So yeah, uh, a good triple bottom line over there. Totally. Totally. Definitely, definitely a step up to the, the technology and the application. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely a big potential. Uh, talking about the investor. Yeah, there um, you are. There you are. I, yeah, you, you, you I know. I know. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I like the guys at, uh, uh, at Otto Apu or 8A plus. Uh, they have, they, I mean, they've been uh, really sort of uh, trying to build the company around very specific guidelines which are pretty unique, I would say. I mean, uh, just to remind people, uh, essentially, um, they launched, uh, I think last year or two years ago, like a CCAF compartment uh, about ethics and following guidelines from sort of the Catholic do doctrine, which is, uh, is pretty unique. I mean, I, it's unprecedented to me, to at least to what you generally see in the VC space. Um, and uh, aside of that, they have a, a real innovation fund, which essentially works with venture capital, European real estate debt and the credits. And then um, Real Italy Eltif, which essentially is working more on uh, what is defined as the real economy. So uh, the small and medium enterprise, um, and that's kind of pretty much the post innovation uh, phase of, of any company. So it's a later stage. Uh, product, I would say. Yep. Uh, and then we have the uh, the venture arm of Early Kid. That that was that was uh, that was news to me. Uh, I didn't expect that 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 enterprise to have a venture arm, and 
I discovered mm -hmm. they've been around for 10 years now investing across the wow, globe. Wow, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. 2013. 2013. Yeah. And honestly, it makes perfect sense for them because, uh, I mean, if they touch, I mean, it's one application of the product that they supply in some form, but it's a very technical application that can really open up a market. So I'm sure, like, uh, I don't know, here I'm guessing, like uh, oxygen and other sort of uh, gases uh, using the medical field, they are already supplied by early kid or a branch of early kid. I mean, early kid is a, is a behemoth, so working in a ton of different industries. But uh, placing bets on companies like that, they can push uh, their own business. That's, uh, that's extremely forward looking. So definitely, definitely interesting. Yeah. As, as you say, 10 years is a long time. They've, if they've been active, they're really, you know, they're using, that's, that's a great model, using essentially startup for uh, testing markets, R&D and new insights for the market. And it's a great way to, to sort of place bets. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. For those who don't know what early kid is, is uh, as you said, as a behemoth, uh, a two billion revenues company, uh, public company, uh, operating in the gases, services, and technologies related. So health and not only. Uh, I didn't know about them. I had no idea they even existed. But I find I find out they're quite a big, uh, big, uh, big player on the market. Huge player. Yeah. 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 Mm. Interesting. Awesome. Moving on, uh, Limolane, premium chef for services, uh, startup launched by Jellyfy, raising four million uh, in a syndicate uh, round led by Fabio Nalucci and Equity Venture Club. So uh, this is a good success story of a company that has been uh, sort of uh, incubated by by Jellyfy, and uh, it's it's moving faster. Uh, they have a huge revenue apparently. I think it's around eight million across France, Italy, and I believe Spain. Um, and uh, yeah, very interesting angle when it comes to share mobility. So they're really trying to cater the premium and VIP space of cars, uh, so on-demand cars. Kind of feels like uh, Uber at the beginning when uh, the black limo in San Francisco kind of vibe. And uh, yeah, these guys are trying to see if there is still like a space there. And apparently there is. So with business people, corporation, um, very interesting, definitely very interesting. Yeah, I agree with you. For some reason, I, I remember that Uber had the same market position at the beginning. So I don't know how it ended up, uh, whether they left that space uh, and Limolain is filling it up for some, you know, sustainable business model. But from the top top numbers, that you, as you said, and they come from the article, uh, it seems there is a good business there. So. Yeah, it's eight million is not not a small number. <coughs> no, totally. And um, what is uh, what is interesting is that uh, um, I mean, uh, Italy is complicated apparently. So Uber has been trying to penetrate the market for a long time uh, because of the big legacy of taxi drivers uh, in the country. It's been a big challenge. So they're focusing on the NCC drivers. So it's the, the sort of the you know, private business, not necessarily taxis. Like, a, yeah, it's a, it's a category on their own in a way, which is yes. pretty widespread. NCC and they're basically like, digitizing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Means NCC is an Italian acronym. It means like um, rent with driver. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. 
So so yeah, it's uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Actually, if we can, maybe it's gonna be stuck there in that uh, in that uh, part of the business. So the premium driver and uh, you know the taxi driver will remain untouched, or maybe that's the kind of the entry point. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Good mm. point. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about CDP. We need to keep talking about CDP. This is kind of the episode. Last week was uh, like they launched a bunch of stuff, including uh, the latest food tech accelerator, so food seed. So uh, where are we with the count? So uh, yeah, exactly. I think that was my question. I You're know, keeping I know, tabs on I... that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping tabs. So with CDP Venture SGR, essentially we are at 12 funds active and deploying and about 17 accelerator covering different verticals, different space. So it's, it's a big operation uh, right now with the new PNRR um, 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 advancements. Basically, they're going to add a few billions to the, to the plan. Right now, I think they are at six, but they plan to get at nine by 2025. Uh, so yeah, definitely a big player in Italy, definitely, definitely a, an entity which is pushing the, the VC ecosystem. So we'll see, we'll see how... Yeah, it, how... Can, 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 I, can I make a joke? Um, with, with, you know, PNR, with all the funds that will be managed by CDP and uh, uh, they need to go, to go fast. So the, the impression, if you see at the newsletter, the news and what they're doing, basically they are preparing the meal, preparing the table, and they will eat the food. Uh, because they, they set up 17 accelerators that will spun, that will you know produce tens of startups that will be looking for capital and you know who has the capital. There you are. You've got oh, two yeah, billions of PNR that you need to deploy on the market. So that's you know it's a perfect strategy to be able to deploy to deploy all that capital in a short period of time. You, you exactly. Know, but uh, it's a good start because then uh, you know they're gonna essentially like feed the rest of the VC funnel in Italy. So we always say that uh, there is a lack of uh, you know a later series. This is basically the seeds and the small plants that they're gonna grow to allow actually bigger investors so, sort of pick and choose and play, and then the growth organically probably has a high chance of happening. So that's uh, it's it's a great move. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's it, it, at least in part is a numbers game. So you need to, to, to yeah. push at the beginning in order to go to have the numbers to go totally, to the totally. stages. So Excellent. just to give some uh, latest data and then uh, we, we end uh, the conversation for today. Uh, what is um, basically in Italy, there are about 237 accelerator and uh, you, Nick, you share a link with a very interesting report. On, um, on the state of Italian startup incubators and accelerators. So I suggest people to actually check it out and have a look. So yeah, about 200, 237 accelerator in Italy, about 1,217 in Europe. And just to give a comparison, 2,300 about more or less uh, accelerator in the US alone. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Pareto principle and the 2080 sort of rule. Uh, probably, I mean, I see that in the US, 20%, if, if not less, of those incubator accelerator are actually producing, um, you know, like unicorns in general or like hundreds of million worth of revenue companies. So I wonder 
how the metrics is going to work also for Europe and Italy. So do we need to reach the 2000? Uh, how is it going to play out? So that's, uh, that's interesting to see actually developing. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we will see a few very good players that will drive the, the, the top numbers and a lot of smaller players yeah. in their own niches. But numbers are growing, that's for sure, quite heavily. Yeah, so. yeah. absolutely, mm. absolutely. Rainik, thank you so much uh, for the conversation and I'll see you next week. Thank you, Jack, so much. Have a great day and see you in a week.